You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, Chairgating. We're going to do a quick episode because we're both pretty lazy. Nah, we both got shit to do. And we talked basketball? Baseball? Anything else? What we Hockey? <laughs> we even mentioned wrestling. So, why don't you listen? Why don't you listen to it a little bit? We mentioned a mention of football, too. We did mention a mention. It's an Easter egg, so you gotta listen. You gotta listen. This is an Easter egg to the Easter egg, so yeah, let's get into it. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. Alright, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgating, episode 33. Basketball happened. Yeah, I think we should lead this off by uh, figuring out, did you have a Twitter when you were 13 years old? I did not, thankfully. I can't remember, what grade are you in 13? Is that 6th grade? That is 6th to 7th, I guess, just depending on how old you are. Okay, well, I was an old kid in school, I I was one of the cooler kids, so definitely 6th grade for me. I had an AIM account at the time, I think maybe a MySpace as well, but no right. Twitter. So just imagine, obviously, I think everybody's kind of caught up with Dante DiVincenzo, um, you know, had the game of his life happen in the in the championship of all games, just went off, LeBron James saying that he made himself a ton of money, and then everybody goes through his Twitter, finds all of his tweets from when he was in middle school, so imagine putting yourself into his shoes and somehow people could go back through your AIM uh, transcripts and all your chats that you'd, that you'd had with your friends. I would sound a lot less cool than he did. I can say that right now. I know he said, like, stupid stuff, but that's, like, stupid stuff a 17-year-old says. Like, 13? not like, getting his butthole licked and stuff. Right. I was like, damn, dude. If you went through my aim at 13, it would have been, like, <laughs> LOL, man, JK, I don't know, just some stupid shit 
nobody would care. They'd be like, wow, he was a loser at 13. But it's like every 13-year-old's a loser at 13. So, except for him, yeah, apparently. You know, you, know where, you know where he's from? Uh, some country. Spain? No, he's from Delaware. Oh, I'm gonna have to cut that out. That's bad I think, radio. I think, no, I think <laughs> he may have, he may have originally been from, like, from Italy or something, but, um, no, he went to high school in, in, uh, in Delaware. What? So, it really makes me question the, the culture of Delaware. I've never been there. Yeah, maybe they're a lot cooler than we all gave them credit for. Wilmington, Delaware. I think that's the biggest town yeah. in Delaware. Yeah, it is. Um, interesting. Yeah, Delaware kids sound pretty cool. I mean, I, I assume he was just the ultimate alpha at his school, at his middle school. But do you think at at sixth grade he was, or seventh grade, he was just like hooking up with all the eighth grade chicks, like they were licking his butthole? He must have. He he probably peaked like um, in terms of height and athleticism at that age. Right. Uh, you know what? He was probably jumping up to like freshman in high school. Yeah. He was probably getting those chicks licking butthole. So Jesus. I mean, I don't know any person in high school that ever did that. At least when I was in high school. So. And he also had the classic, the classic, uh, like white kid growing up in a white area, playing basketball attitude, where he's tweeting oh out rap lyrics. Yeah, dropping the N word. And he's got like one, one black guy in his high school. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. At my high school, it was mostly like it was obviously Central Texas, so it's like. 50% white, 50% Hispanic, and uh, yeah, we definitely had those basketball guys. The tall white guy that was just thought he was like black. Yo, because what's up, dog? Yo, what's you go to up? Summer camps. You go to summer camps where it's like that's that's your exposure to real athleticism, right? And, and then you come back home and it's yeah, you kind of just and then you it. meet like the people from Houston that are actually black and see how they talk, and so he's like, oh, that's how I should act. Yeah, exactly. that's how I'll get recruited to play in college i just wear high nike socks and slides and basketball shorts wherever i go with a lanyard on my keys i hope mm-hmm. that's still a thing or i'm dating myself i think I'm, I'm assuming that's still how basketball players in high school dress i don't think it'll ever change yeah i think that's just like how baseball players always will wear like a cross necklace or some kind of performance enhancing bracelet that never mm-hmm. actually works. I think that's always gonna be the high school baseball. Don't forget, look. don't forget about the flat bill that's just right over the eyes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like even in school when you're not supposed to be wearing hats. And then if it's not, if they they're not allowed to wear it, it's gonna be like in their truck, right above their uh, driver. Yeah. Steering. If it's in the truck, then the, then it's not a flat bill. It's gonna be well, no, it's it's a flat bill in the truck, but when they're wearing it, it's slightly it's slightly crooked. Okay, so yeah. Like the brim is slight. It's not quite flat. Yeah, I hope this was the same experience as everyone else, or else people from outside Texas are listening to this and they're like, "What the fuck?" They Texas have like was- roles reversed. This is actually what basketball people did, and then <laughs> basketball was- people were like the country dudes. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, maybe that's Delaware. Maybe uh, he was an outsider in Delaware. I don't. Yeah, possibly. That's why I stood out. Yep. That's pretty much all we got for for men's basketball. Uh, <laughs> that pretty season. much sums it up. Um, I mean, it went down, I think, how we all expected, right? Villanova least, just smoking. I mean, I, I had Villanova, so yeah, for me. I honestly, going into that game, I was like, I, I'm not even, I don't have to think twice about this game. Like, Villanova's just going to crush them. 
yeah, that that offense is legendary. It's- Anything other than that result would have surprised me. And I had food poisoning that whole day, so I got to stay in bed. It was pretty sweet. But, yeah, it was... Uh, Wait, you had food poisoning that day? Yeah. Dude, I think I had it the day before. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. What? Did you pass me food poisoning from Raleigh? I must have. Um, I had it the day... Yeah, I had it the day before. I definitely did. Oh, man. I had it Sunday and Monday and then led into Tuesday. It was really bad. Mine was just Monday. Yeah, I won't go into details, but... Um, there was a lot of shit and vomit. But I won't go into details. But it was coming out both ends a lot. What's crazy about, um, about Villanova, obviously, we saw just an absolutely legendary offense... Um, hitting threes like no other team's done. Right. <clears throat> What's crazy about that is there's a chance that um, all but one of their players could be returning. Right. That's oof, man. At, at worst, they're going to return everybody but two. But at best, they'll they'll get Jalen Brunson and Dante DiVincenzo and the whole the whole gang minus Mikel Bridges. Mikel Bridges is going to be gone regardless. He's going to be a lottery pick. It's highly like 99% sure that he's gone um, I he can't wait for them all to come back and then get knocked out in the second round that's how yeah that's how it happened that's what's gonna happen and yeah I mean do you is it now okay to start saying that Houston would have played a better game against Villanova than Michigan did can I start that now <laughs> yeah I mean I guess so okay I'm gonna start that in full force team of destiny though I'm gonna start that in full force yeah, uh, Houston was the better team. Should have won. They would have won all the games Michigan won, and they would have played better against Villanova. I'm not making the claim that Houston would have even won. So I feel like that's pretty that's pretty fair of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just that guy. When everybody's talking about that Villanova game, you just like butt into the conversation. Yeah, but uh, actually, if Houston would have played, um, you know, they probably wouldn't have won, but they would have kept it like within ten. You know, Houston had like a better three-point shooting offense, so I think they would have yeah. matched Villanova's style of play a little bit better. No, and no one even really cares. They just kind of ignore you. Yeah, this is like four years down the road as well, when people are like, "Hey, who won in 2018?" And then I'm like, "Oh, Villanova beat Michigan, but you know, Houston actually would have played a better game." But if you just keep saying it, then people down the line won't remember Houston's season. They're like, "Oh yeah, actually, that, that probably was the case." Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, They'll have no idea. Houston got snubbed. If I say it so many times, then eventually people around me will be like, you know what? He's probably right. I mean, Damn, nobody's that adamant. He's always getting snubbed, yeah. Yeah, and so if Houston never makes another run again, they'll always look back and be like, yeah, you know what? I know now. I can't even remember who won in 2018. All I remember is Houston should have won. Yeah. They had yeah, the- weren't they like, I think they're like the number one overall seed that year. No, they were, yeah. They went on a hot run, and then they got upset by uh, some team because of, I think it was bullshit. I think uh, I think the play was already over, but the ref didn't call it. Yeah. No, if it was like that, I think I would have remembered it. It was, I don't know, it was like, yeah. Um, it was. I think they did something shady, and it was like the final four. Some foul call. Yeah. I think we're just talking about Fai Slam and Jamma now. But, yeah, I think it's time to start doing that. I, I've been pretty easy on it on Twitter, surprisingly. But I think I'm about, I'm ready to go full force on the yeah. But uh, moving on, yeah, great season in conclusion. Moving on to uh, women's college basketball that also wrapped up the night after, um, and Mississippi State back to back years runner up. Rough, rough loss this time with the uh, the buzzer beater by Notre Dame. 
to win the title, as we all expected, Notre Dame over Mississippi State Championship. Yeah, we, we've been saying that for months here. Yeah, we call that, if you just go back and listen to our episode on, when was it, February 19th, I think, I called that. Um, so just go give that a download. Yep. Subscribe while you're at it. Yep. Rate, review. Yeah. But, but yeah, UConn, UConn getting good. Actually, that's, that's two years in a row now that the team that beat UConn um, actually, no, I was going to try and make up some trend, but it actually didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, no, Mississippi State had it. They were up by eight with like a minute left and somehow they just blew the lead. It's pretty nuts. Pretty wild. Is it but, fair to say now that Mississippi State lady dogs, the bitches are the bull bitches? Can we say that? Mississippi State bull cursed. bitches? They're cursed. Well, I was going to say, are they a dynasty though? I think they're going to win it next year. I think next year's their year. If they win it next year, can we say that it, this generation they're better than UConn? No. Why? Because UConn still won like six titles. But it technically, wouldn't a generation in call in basketball be every four years? Yeah, but didn't they win the two prior? And Mississippi State has only gone to the championship. They haven't. They haven't even won it. Right. Right. So. The past two oh, so years, saying, Mississippi State has won. Has been, the past two years, they've been in it. They've played for it. Uh, UConn has not. And if they win it next year, that's three years out of the four that like a normal student's Yo, in college. I see, I see what you're saying, but I don't think you can start a dynasty without winning one. I think you have to win one to begin the dynasty. I think you just have to uh, make me oh, know yeah. what you're doing, and that's a dynasty. Like, if I'm aware of what's going on, that's a dynasty. Okay, so, like, um, I'm trying to think. So, if a team wins, in college football, if a team wins, like, four games, and then the next year they win eight games, and then the next year they go to the Sugar Bowl, and then the next year they win the championship, does that four-win season uh, considered in their dynasty? What team is it? Kent State. What team? Kent State. Kent State? Yeah. Um no. We'll forget about that. Okay, here's here's a here's a good question. App State, are they a dynasty? No. Well, they are in my head because I'm aware of them. And I'm, they're always that team that you're like, whoa, App State, they beat Michigan once. Dude, you got some strange definitions. That's a dynasty, man. Because because you recognize them. So is the city of Houston about to become a dynasty when the Rockets win? No. Why the Astros won? Yeah, but that's two entirely different sports and franchises. Well, that's two of the three sports in Houston, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count that. Speaking of the the Astros are on a very hot start. Yeah, I know. The Astros just look. I mean, I think the fact that everyone's saying that there's like a really low chance of them winning again, I think that's actually helping the momentum. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm not expecting them to repeat because it's so hard to repeat in baseball. It's only been done once since, in like the last 30 years or something, maybe longer than that. Um, the odds are against them, surely, but I mean, they are off to an insanely hot start. There's a, there's, there's a lot of good teams this year, but I honestly think the Astros are going to repeat. I would put my money on the field if you're trying to put some money down. Call, I'll bet against you. Okay. I think they're going to repeat. 
I think they're looking hot, and I, I, you know, you hear in interviews, they all pretty much mention, we love the fact that people are doubting that we can repeat. Like, that's, I think they're, like, all rallying behind this, because that's what the Astros do. They rally behind the negativity. That's just what the city of Houston's used to, so I'm, I'm glad that people weren't like, uh-oh, the Astros, man, they're about to start a dynasty. Are they going to do it? Then they would have sucked. But the fact that everybody's like, yeah, they're not going to repeat. They may get back to the World Series, but probably not. Stuff like that. I love that. Okay. Well, I hope so. I sure hope so. Yep. Um, before we get off college basketball, um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the Memphis basketball situation. No, uh, I, I have not. I don't remember if we talked about Penny Hardaway getting hired as their head coach. Yes, we did. Which is awesome. Uh, I was kind of hoping the Ole Miss did secretly. Right. I, I, I remember that. Good, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be a good basketball coach, but he's like the most connected AAU person ever. And he's super personable. He's just going to drop a whole bunch of money bags. Like he's going to get five star athletes to whatever school he's at. Right. And I'm scared be, because yeah, Houston's finally good. I don't know if he's going to be a good X and O's coach. Um, probably more Calipari molds. But I mean, it works. Um, well, especially if you're, I mean, is the AAC still a mid-major in basketball? Like, uh, well, that's a tough no, one. Either no, way, so it's okay. I either way, if you're like a, if you're a conference like the, if you're a school in the AAC, then I think that why not like get a coach that can just recruit the shit out of kids, get better talent than the rest of the conference, and you'll probably make a run every year uh, in in the tournament. Okay, but what I was, yeah, I, I agree. So my next thing is um, he's starting to fill out his assistant coach staff. He just hired Mike Miller as one of his assistant coaches. What? Yeah. What? Mike Miller, the guy that played half his career for the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. Right. Is now extremely connected with the AAU circuit. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> he also hired uh, former Ole Miss assistant Tony Madlock. Um, who is really connected in the Memphis area. And to add on top of this, Larry Brown is now being considered as one of his assistant coaches. So he is building like what? this legendary basketball staff up there. Oh my uh, God. Memphis, I'd be, I'd be looking out for Memphis because they just got the, the transfer from Wichita State, some big recruit. Um, yeah, I'd be a little worried if I was. Hey, in Houston, AAC. we got a Wichita State transfer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it happened like last year, but he's going to be eligible next year. So. Oh, I got you. Um, there was two commits for, or two transfers from Memphis that left last year, so that that's going to hurt. Um, but yeah, it, the next couple of years is going to be um, pretty big for building in Memphis. Well, I'm I'm definitely nervous, but I'm excited. I think it's awesome that I've, I've been saying that I want Memphis to get back to becoming a basketball school for a long time. And that's just going to add to the AAC's already like booming presence in college basketball. Because if UConn can ever get back, you know, if SMU can make the, a bounce back as well, then that would be, also include Cincinnati, Wichita State. I think we can mention Houston now. And yeah, if Memphis is in that talk, that's a that's a stacked conference. Yeah, definitely. It's it's been some down years um, with Tubby Smith coaching Memphis. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they get back. Especially now that I think they ended the the uh, series with Ole Miss, so I don't think Ole Miss has to play them anymore. <laughs> so you're good with it now. Yeah, it was nice yeah. watching them play Tubby Smith's Memphis and just beating up on them. But 
I'm glad we got out of that. Yeah, Memphis, they need to be a basketball school. Like, they need to... They always need to be a basketball school because that's what we all remember them as. So it's it's good that they're going to make a comeback now. That's cool that they're, like, good occasionally at football, but get back to your roots. I want that to be a basketball school. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking, of, sp- speaking of football, next episode, we're going to do a bunch of uh, college football rundowns and breakdowns and best G5 teams. It's going to be pretty sweet. So yeah. Jay's getting and his I, homework I was- together. I was about to I was about to say something about that, but I'll just save it. For no, next. save it for next because I I'm gonna talk about Memphis. Um, you know I'm gonna talk a lot about AAC. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much my main focus. I've already got stuff ready. All right, then um, college baseball. Yes. We're at the midway point now. I know you're uh, pretty disappointed with the Houston Cougars season, at least so far. It's been up and down. I mean, yeah, I'm disappointed from where I thought it would be, but it's not like terrible. I mean, it is pretty terrible. Aren't they out of the... I think they're out of the playoff picture right now. Really? Yeah. Like, I've, I haven't seen them in any of the projected regional picks. Yeah, I mean, I know they got knocked out of the rankings, but I didn't know they were... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Totally out yeah, of they're like, <laughs> they're dropping fast. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's... uh. Not a good season for the Cougars. Let's see. Let's see what they're. Uh... That's definitely one of the biggest disappointments. I think their RPI is 173. Uh, the RPI is starting to gain some strength. Obviously, early season, um, it's it's pretty unreliable. But now it's kind of building strength as the season continues. They are 17 and 11. Um, not terrible, but when the strength of schedule is 262, that's that's not where you want to be. Well, I mean, you also have to factor in, okay, so they had a loss to Cal State Fullerton, and then they lost three in Houston, which pretty much told me that they weren't going to be good enough to do anything other than, like, maybe play in a regional. But, you know, they lost to Kentucky, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt, back-to-back-to-back. And I understand that those are, you know, some of the best teams in the country, but you got to win at least one to, to make me feel like you deserve to be there. Not very good this year. Yeah, that's true. Um, they lost to Houston Baptist, whatever that happens, San Diego, but they also beat all these teams, you know? So it's not like, you know, they, I don't know. They, they lost to rice. The, what, what was bad was they just lost two in a row to Cincinnati which uh, wasn't good. And then their A&M game got canceled because of eventually, weather. Yeah, eventually you need to start winning games. Right. But, I mean, 
like I said, I'm really not that worried. I think they can turn it around and go and start going off. Um, I think what's really going to determine is next the end of next month when they play. Well, I guess no, it's this month now. Yeah, uh, they play ECU in North Carolina, which is you know the best team in the conference. So we'll yeah, see. No, we'll and Wichita State, Wichita State's having a great year too. So that's going to be um, actually that that's uh, what's that about 15 days right there or two weeks yeah and they play ut in between i'm gonna that's go to that game and because yeah. it's in austin so i'm going to that with some friends from uh i was gonna say those those 10 days are pretty much gonna tell the season because yeah. uh series against wichita state texas midweek and then a series against ecu so if you can i mean if houston can win you know six of those games well six would be incredible five of those games would put yeah six back. six would be really awesome thanks uh for hyping it up yeah no five i would i'd be very confident with our team four i'd be like okay we're still in it at least in the conference um you know something like that texas Texas is having a decent year they are i've already gone to a game at ut uh they played stanford and they beat them or yeah yeah um it was well i think it was a series i think they just won one of the three. So I was I just going to say, actually, Stanford beat UT. UT beat them the day before. I'm getting it confused. But, yeah, Stanford. it's a series they do every single year at the towards the beginning of the season. Yeah, um, Stanford's the number two team in the country right now. They've uh, they've got some insane pitching. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing really good. They, they looked really good playing Texas when they beat them. I mean, I left in the seventh inning because it was getting so out of hand. So. Yeah. Uh, Florida looking like the best in the country um defending champions pretty much just overall like top to bottom pitching hitting fielding really no weaknesses um probably the best reliever in the country Ole Miss have a very strong season uh currently ranked three or four depending on the poll you look at huge series win over Arkansas well what polls do you look at I only look at D1 baseball everybody knows D1 baseball has them at four D1 baseball has them at three I believe Interesting. So I'm on d1baseball.com right now. April second last updated, and it has them at three. So I'm, I'm looking at the regional projections, which I guess is not the rankings. It's the uh, projections on the seeds. Yeah, it said it said previous ranking for Ole Miss at four, current three. So you actually got moved up. You're right behind Stanford now. Congratulations. Well, the thing I'm looking at um, is more recent than the polls. These are slightly different just because they're projections on where the season will end what's up. What's the what's the record they got on that one? It doesn't have records. This is a field of sixty four. Doesn't have records. I don't know if I trust that. This one has records. So literally the same website. I'm not gonna go believe lists that you have that don't keep records. My rankings keep records. So I'm gonna go with mine. Um, my team that I am cheering for this year is Arkansas solely because you told me that they'd be good and I was in Fayetteville when they beat the shit out of Kentucky. And so when you're actually like drinking in the town where the college is, you don't even have to go to the game. You're just like sitting at a bar drinking. You see them on TV winning really well and you're like, wow, man, there's a really, you're feeling it. So now I'm feeling Arkansas this year. So yeah, no, Arkansas is a really good team. I'm glad Ole Miss was able to uh, beat two, two out of three. Yeah, you got lucky. You better watch very out. Lucky, very lucky. You better watch yeah. out. My Razorbacks are coming for you. Yeah, Ole Miss does have some weaknesses, but overall, I think they're they're pretty set up. 
um, especially with probably the best bullpen in the country and, um, you know, top five starting pitching in the, in the country as well. Southern Miss is also killing it. We're going to talk G5 baseball. Um, they, they are, yeah. They've consistently almost, almost stayed them. in the top 20, so they keep doing well. You know, we'll see. You see uh, Coastal Carolina is a projected uh, regional host. Really? Yeah, they've got them at the, as the 16th and final regional host in the projected field of 64. Obviously, this is far away from the actual... Uh, Looks like we're going to a regional after all. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would definitely be down. They've got Coast Carolina hosting Georgia, College of Charleston, and Winthrop. Okay, well, College of Charleston, that'd be cool. Yeah. Georgia. The, uh, yeah, Georgia is probably the surprise team of the year. Um, projected to be in the last in the um, SEC, and they have uh, destroyed the SEC East so far, and they've actually been projected as a regional host in some in some websites. Have you been keeping baseball? Ten teams in the top twenty-five. Have you been keeping What's up with uh, NC State's baseball? They're killing it. Yeah, they're way out doing their expectations. They're um, projected to have a national seed. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with uh, Kinman? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, it's yeah. Remember we, Brett Brett Kinman? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's second in the country, I think, in home runs behind yep. some dude from California. Yeah. So he's killing it. Definitely got to look out for. Yeah, I think he's a junior. He's uh, kind of blew up. I don't remember him having a huge year last year. Yeah, he's all over. NCAA.com. Oh, you're looking at the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you didn't know that off the top of your head? No, I, I did. I just happened to also be looking at it, obviously. Yeah, NC State swept Clemson a couple weeks ago, I think, and that was that was massive. Uh-huh. Oregon State has also disappointed. Do you see Oregon State? Um, what was it? They get swept, or did they just lose two of the three against Utah? Hold on, let me let me pull up the. Uh, they lost two out of three against Utah, and Utah only had one. Utah's record is seven and twenty. Oof. And they lost two of three at home to, to that seven-win team. There were only six. There were only like four wins going into the weekend. Does the state of Utah not have baseball talent or something? I don't understand this. Utah was good a couple years ago. They came into Ole right. Miss and, and, and beat them in their regional. I, th- I thought Utah actually had decent baseball talent because it's a bunch of white kids. Yeah. No, Utah's just having a terrible year. Okay. But, uh, okay. I was going to say, this is weird. I always um, kind of had them as like a baseball state just because it's all white kids. So, you know, like that's the only thing white kids can be good at. Golf, I guess. Golf, yeah. Another thing, yeah. No, they came into the Oxford Regional and, and beat them uh, two years ago. That's pretty crazy. Um, one more thing, or a couple more things about baseball. But is it going to be weird that Virginia is not going to be in the postseason? That will be very weird. Yes. Are they not going to be? You don't think? No. They. I mean, I don't see how they can. Um, they are. Let's see what their record is. I think they're like. They've got a sub-500 record. Yeah, no, 16 and 13. Oh, my God, that is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Four and eight in the ACC, RPI 120. I don't think you can make that up. 
like or what I don't think you could like make up the ground to get back into the I don't know I think I could make up something similar to that yeah yeah you can't you can't make this up they got swept by Miami who Miami's having a down year um, it doesn't help them that Duke is having a weirdly good year um, so lost two two to three of them and when you're in the ACC and already at this point yeah that's true that's yeah you're not gonna make up the ground to uh, to get back in the postseason that's a good point. When you're in a conference like that, yeah, you're really not going to have time to make it up. Like, you need to, to do well in the uh, the non-conference, and they did not. Hmm. All right. Um, by the way, I know March Madness is over, and everybody's like, oh, no, what do I do? Well, guess what, you idiot? College hockey's been going on for a little while, and it's awesome. Be like hockey! Be like hockey! Uh. And we're talking about these huge upsets... In March Madness, what, what every you know, Loyola, Sister Jean, they got their little talking points. They want to talk about how it was the first 16 over one seed ever. Well, you know what? That was happening nonstop uh, this year in the playoffs for college hockey. So the Frozen what? Four, the Frozen Four has begun tonight. Um, you want? Do you want a little recap just so I can let you know some of these upsets that had? Not been... really. Okay. Well, here you go. Number one seed, St. Cloud State, huge upset. Air Force beats them four to one in round one. So, you know, strap in for this. Uh, Minnesota Duluth in overtime, the the three seed Minnesota Duluth in overtime beat the two seed Minnesota State three to two. Close, I know. And then Minnesota Duluth went on to beat Air Force two to one to make it to the Frozen Four. So. The three seed Minnesota Duluth Cinderella story. Um, Ohio State came out of their region. Michigan, you know, they're in the Frozen Four right now. So all the Michigan fans that are a little sad about that, you're looking pretty good right now. You're in the Frozen Four. And uh, Notre Dame came out of their region. So looking pretty good. I know I called Penn State as my upset team. They got uh, beat in the first round by Denver 5-1. to one. So that was a bad pick. Sorry for anybody that actually put money on that. Um, like I said, the Frozen Four already yeah, started. Just, just, send, just send the bill to, to you. Yeah, send the bill to me. Also, to send the bill to me, the only way I'll, I'll accept it in the mail is if you subscribe to the Cherokee Podcast, write a five-star review, and then start sharing it. And then I'll at least accept the bill into my mail. Um, like I said, the Frozen Four began tonight, and... Minnesota Duluth and Ohio State played already. Ohio State, the you know the number four team in the nation. First Minnesota Duluth, you know I don't even know what they are ranked, but they were a three seed out of their region, so fairly low. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Minnesota Duluth beat Ohio State to go to the goddamn championship. Two to one. Two to one. Is this not? riveting story no one's talking about this it's huge news i'm intrigued exactly like villanova michigan that's boring no you have minnesota duluth playing in a championship as a fucking three seed it's huge news so michigan and notre dame i think they just started or they're about to start no they started anyway no update on that yet but michigan and notre dame are playing 
Notre Dame probably should win. Michigan was coming into this as, I want to say like a, a, I think they were, yeah, they were a two seed out of their region. Notre Dame was the number two team overall. So I just want to mention though, St. Cloud State was the number one team in the nation to get upset by Air Force in round one. And then Minnesota Duluth come out of the toughest region and now playing the championship. It's huge. Is it? Because I don't know the history of the Frozen Four. That could be a common event. Oh my god, common event. Get out of here with that. Common like I event. think we're 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 weighing these these upsets in terms of things we know like football and basketball, but in hockey it might be a lot more common. Look, I don't care what you say, it's a marvel. It's it's college sports. Alright? It's an upset. I don't care if this happens every day. You know what? For fun, in some sport that maybe doesn't get enough love, they should just like reverse all of their seeds and not tell anybody. So their best teams are the lowest seeds, and then the whole thing is upsets. And I'll, I'll pay attention. I, w- I wouldn't even know. They they just, you know, stupid people like me just wouldn't keep up. But then I'd be like, oh my god, nonstop upsets. I'm paying attention to this. You're already, you're already paying attention. Well, I'm saying for like another sport. They should just flip every seeding. Like uh, soccer. Nah, I still won't pay attention. That was a bad example. Um, I wrestled in high school. I really don't keep up with college wrestling enough. Um, so, yeah, just like flip the seeding or the rankings of the teams or the wrestlers. And if you just, the whole thing was upsets, I would probably tune in. I don't think you would. I think I would. If, if, I, if I saw somewhere that it was a 16 seed versus 16 seed or, you know, convert that however you would to wrestling for the championship, I'd tune in. I'd be like, wow, that's insane. All right, I'll hold you to it. NC State's got a decent – they they used to have a decent wrestling program, just a heads up. They, they still do. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe – maybe you know what? Maybe I'll tune in. Are they wrestling right now? I don't think so. No. No, because that's uh, that was a winter sport. Probably wrap up a short episode here. Yeah, yeah, we are keeping it short. We have busy lives. We didn't record last week because Jay, have you graduated, right? <laughs> no, not quite. No, I thought you had to defend your thesis. When you defend your thesis, do people like throw things at it, and you have to block like books from being hit? Yeah, like, that's that's pretty close. Uh, usually, I just goaltend. That's what I imagine, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's kind of like being a goalie. Okay. And then the thesis is behind you, and then all the nerdy professors throw books, right? Yeah. And exactly. you just block them. Since they're nerds, they don't throw it very well, so it's easy. Right. For, for nerd on nerd, like it usually is, it's probably pretty difficult, and that's why they're like, man, defending your thesis is tough. Uh, they don't tell you it's because you have a thick book thrown at your head. But, you know, for you, since you're not a nerd, you just, like, swat it down, and you're like, what was that? That's pretty much it, yeah. Okay. You, yeah, you, you don't even need to do it. You, you've already got it. Did you just stare, like, one of them down? Did you just stare him down and, like, intimidate him so he doesn't throw anymore? Gone, we've gone down this rabbit hole so far that I'm kind of confused where we are. Defending your thesis. <laughs> uh, right? I mean, this is what you do, I, I imagine. I mean... I'm just a dumb guy with an undergraduate degree, so I have no idea how this works. But one more thing. Um, there was a college, football, college baseball Reddit post about um, advanced stats in college baseball. This guy's 
doing advanced stats. He's kind of collecting them and um, and then posting them on Reddit. And so I expressed some interest, and I think we're going to team up and do this. What? And try and do some kind of try and work towards some kind of like Ken Palm version of college baseball. So don't want to get my don't want to like overhype this or anything, but could be something that works. Well, do you need a website, or are you just going to do it all off Reddit? I don't know. That's going to be something that will be discussed. This is very in the beginning stages, but um, we're just starting to get communications. Well, I would love the chair getting website to be the host for this. Yeah, it would be a good outlet um, if it gets to that point. Yeah, I mean, I've been working up our website pretty good. I'm putting our website on some new servers of somebody I know. I'm going to use his servers. All I have to do is buy him lunch every once in a while. So pretty good deal, pretty sweet deal for us. And um, we're going to save some money that way and also get some uh, plugins. I know I'm talking like really nerdy stuff now. People that don't run websites will have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, it's going to get really good is what I'm saying. And we can actually start making money off it. So. No, interesting. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If if you, you do this and team up with this other baseball nerd, y'all can I can create like a whole separate uh, page inside of Chairgating just for that. So that would okay. be that'd be I'll pretty good. Fun. Yeah. Alright, that's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Alright, that's it. Alright, that's it. Peace. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.